Welcome to Bespin Ice Cream Stand. My name is Josh O'Rourke, and with me as always, why did you think he chose the hardest location to find in the entire galaxy? He came to this island to die. Bennett Campbell Ferguson. <laughs> yes, and I also um, uh, brought a bushy beard, a wig, and several uh, different ro Jedi robes to change into, each color coordinated to match my mood, so I'm all set. <laughs> so we're talking Star Wars news. Uh, it hasn't been a huge week for news, but uh, I think I wanted to jump off with, and I'm sure I'm saying her name wrong, uh, Soraya Wilson, who, uh, as far as I know, won a contest to interview Daisy Ridley and Ryan Johnson. Um, and she's been dropping nuggets on Twitter for the last week or two, um, including that Ryan Johnson's trilogy uh, is still a go. And then um, yesterday, she um, she said that uh, Ryan Johnson confirmed that there was no pre-existing plan to kill Ben Solo off in Episode Nine. I had only heard that Ryan Johnson's trilogy was back on, uh, or or would or would or had never officially been off. I should say to rephrase that. But I just want to really quickly comment on that idea that there was you know no existing plan to kill. Ben Solo. I mean, first of all, obviously she wanted to release that nugget, you know, to, to pander to the really hardcore Raylos. But more importantly, there was no existing plan from Ryan Johnson because Ryan Johnson was never involved with episode nine. He had no plans for episode nine whatsoever. His plan was to direct The Last Jedi and leave, and then he was going to pass the baton to Colin Trevorrow, and then, oops, he was going to pass the baton back to J.J. Abrams. <laughs> so, yeah, like, that's what I mean, that's what she says, too. She explains that Ryan Johnson says it was a, a quote, and I'm quoting her, not Ryan Johnson. It was a, quote, full handoff between episode seven and eight, just as it was from eight to nine. Yeah. Um, my, my problem with that is we're taking this person's word for it, and she's not a journalist. We don't know... Her ethics, we don't know her education, uh, and she hasn't released the entire interview. It's just her trying to drop these nuggets to, you know, clamoring Star Wars fans. So that's why I have a problem with all this as, as news. But I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Well, we were talking off mic, and I think you made some good points about how dubious all this is, Josh. And I think the main problem is that it gets to the heart of you know what's wrong with the media in general today it's it's more about headlines it's more about bits of information you and i i mean not to pump ourselves up too much but we did study journalism and i think we have an appreciation for you know the fact that the story matters more than the the headline so by the time she releases the full interview if she ever does it's going to be meaningless because she will have just you know released these you know buzzy little clips it just seems to feed into the twitterfication <laughs> of the the news <laughs> business so I, I get why she's doing that she obviously knew this was going to play well but it's uh not the classiest way to handle it for sure I, I think that sort of speaks to the issue with the fandom in a lot of ways uh which is to say that that's sort of should be a non-news story uh, because there's no way to corroborate any of the things she's saying right now. Yeah. Um, so it could be just anybody. And also, you know, uh, it helps her career as a novelist 
for people to read in a Star Wars website that this person said this, and then they look a little further, and then they buy her romance novels. I mean, I don't know how many people are doing that, but, you know, she's certainly getting a lot of attention for what she's saying, uh, at least these past couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously an issue of self-promotion, and it's obviously also about, you know, releasing kind of news that technically people already know, because we actually knew that Ryan Johnson's trilogy was never officially put on the back burner, because... You know, there was no statement that came out of Lucasfilm or Johnson ever saying it was officially not happening. That was all subject to rumors. And as we know from, you know, following, you know, Star Wars news over decades and decades, you know, rumors are often completely untrustworthy. But I mean, I would encourage people to kind of take this stuff with a a grain of salt, because I think Johnson is pretty focused on you know, making, you know, one, if not more, Knives Out sequels now. And he loves mysteries. I think he's you know, very comfortable in that world. And I, I don't know how much he really wants to go back to Star Wars and get pummeled <laughs> again. I think maybe he's just keeping his options open because because why why wouldn't you? I mean, it's it's Star Wars. Why would you want to completely close that door? Yeah, it's like being up for a promotion that you don't really want, but you're like, oh, there is money involved. I'll just keep, uh, you know, riding this train and, and maybe nothing will happen and I'll still get paid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a shitty way of saying it. Oh, I mean, and as much as, you know, a lot of you know Star Wars fans hate Ryan Johnson, I mean, it's pretty common knowledge that Kathleen Kennedy loves Ryan Johnson and would probably love to work with him again and would probably you know love to make three more films with him. So it's just, I think it just depends. We'll have to see a lot of this depends on, you know, how well the Patty Jenkins and Taika Waititi films do. And if by the time those are done, if there's, you know, a strong enough appetite to see Ryan Johnson come back. And if the, the, the fires have, you know, uh, you know, simmered down a bit <laughs> in the fandom, although judging, you know, by how angry people still are about, the, the, the prequels. Phantom Menace, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't count on things simmering down too much. No, man. Um, and, and also, I, I'd rather see a Ryan Johnson movie that's not, you know, a Star Wars movie. I yeah. Mean, so, I'm a sucker for Poirot and stuff like that, so I'd love to see 10 Knives Out movies. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> so, um, in casting news, uh, Game of Thrones' Anira Varma is set to join uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff which is uh, the third House Martell uh, actor to appear in a Star Wars thing. So, wait, so Pedro uh, yeah. Pascal, who's, who's the other one? Oh, wait. Oh, wait, Jessica Henwick, right? Yes. Just kidding. I have no idea what you're talking about. No, okay. Je to... <laughs> Jessica Henwick, who's uh, starring in The Fourth Matrix, I believe she was an X-Wing pilot in The Force Awakens. And she, I think she was one of the Sand Snakes. On Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm glad someone knows what they're doing here. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, Ewan McGregor posted a picture of himself um, training to, you know, uh, become Obi-Wan Kenobi. And there are some incredible, terrible um, puns. Uh, my favorite, uh, and this is all thanks to Star Wars leaks on Reddit, which if you uh, are into Star Wars news, that's sort of a, 
uh, a good jump off point to check out some of this stuff. But uh, someone said he was trained by Qui-Gon Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Perhaps he's been Swolo <laughs> or Chancellor Palprotein. There's a lot of other awful ones, but... Uh... <laughs> Those are pretty bad. <laughs> Someone said, it's an old meme, sir, but it checks out. <laughs> no, well, that's funny because that has nothing to do with, with Obi-Wan whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> no, but... it's in the Star Wars universe, so it's real. Yes, that's true. That's true. <laughs> if Admiral Piet said it. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, interesting. I mean, for a while, I doubted that the Obi-Wan series was even going to happen because Kathleen Kennedy decided to throw out all those scripts. And I'm, I'm sure, you know, she did that for a, for a reason. I'm, I'm, cause I'm sure it's hard as hell to, you know, come up with enough, you know, convoluted, ridiculous things to make it seem like Obi-Wan did something while, you know, cooling his jets on Tatooine. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I'll tell you one thing that gives me hope for the Obi-Wan series is that Deborah Chow is directing, and she directed that episode of The Mandalorian where Mando saves uh, Baby Yoda from Werner Herzog and company, the third episode of the show, season one. Mm-hmm. And I, I still feel like that is a high-water mark for The Mandalorian. So with her in charge of the whole thing, I, I have some hope that it won't just be Ewan McGregor in a cave moping. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty excited about it. I, um, I feel like it's a good place to be at right now as a star Wars fan, because there's so much coming out and inevitably something is gonna not be to our liking, but I feel like Obi-Wan sounds super exciting. Um, obviously book of Boba Fett, Book of Boba? What's it called? Book of Boba? <laughs> it's the Book of Boba Fett, but I, I kind of like Book of Boba better. Book know? of little, Boba. That's awful. <laughs> Book of Boba. I, I, that's exciting. Bad Batch. Uh, obviously, some of the new movies that are being teased a little bit. Uh, but yeah, the Obi-Wan show I'm the most excited about because I feel like that was... Obi-Wan's a character that they really could explore well it's just a weird time that they're placing him at. Yeah. We talked yeah. about it uh, last week on attack of the clones, but like they could have gotten away with Obi-Wan being younger and him and Anakin Skywalker teaming up and kicking ass and stuff. And that could have been a, you know, an episodic show that I would get into. God help me. Maybe with a recast on Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you think about it, I, I suppose technically you could have done like a live-action Clone Wars or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, my guess is with, you know, the Clone Wars um, animated series that they kind of already talked or, you know, they've already told that story. Sure. And I've noticed yeah. that they don't retread too much. Yeah, they yeah they go back and do the in-between stuff and the prequels and the sequels, but they, they never try to reiterate um, a timeline again, it seems like. What do you think about of the Obi-Wan series bringing in Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. I hate it. I hate it. It's such like <laughs> stupid fan service. I, I mean, my problem with Rogue One amongst many is, is the like, Hey, it's Darth Vader. Cause he lives in this timeline too. And it's like, the, the story shouldn't have to be about that at all. We already got the Darth Vader arc. What, what is that going to serve for both the Obi-Wan series 
and for Darth Vader as a character? What's it going to reveal? Yeah, I have to agree. I mean, I think it is fan service, and it's the most like kind of ridiculous out of left field fan service because, as I'm sure a lot of people will recall, you know George Lucas could have just you know put some bodybuilder in the Darth Vader suit for Revenge of the Sith, but I guess he was in a good mood or something. He let Hayden Christensen put it on, but he had to have him wear high heels so he would look as tall as David Prowse. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Like, what, you're going to put Christensen in high heels again to you know make some prequel fanboys happy? It just It just seems like bending over backwards... I mean, just, you know, put, like, Jonas uh, Suotamo in there and simplify things. You know, have him play every really tall guy in Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. He's the tall Warwick Davis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe they plan on making Darth Vader a big part of the series, but I I just, I don't see it right now. Well, and it's very tricky because, like, what are you going to have Darth Vader do? Because you can't have him and Obi-Wan ever meet you know when you left me i was but the learner now i am the master so also remember that time when we were on some obscure planet and we fought for three seasons (laughs) yeah and then they'll add some like little line like if we meet again we shall not speak of this because of continuity (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's it's wacky and i i mean i I'm falling prey to it too with speculation, but uh, I'd like to think I can forget about it for a while. And um, when it comes out, maybe it'll surprise me pleasantly. Yeah, and to be positive, uh, you know, Ewan McGregor did you know pretty good with George Lucas directing him. You know, imagine how well he'll do as Obi Wan with a director who can direct actors <laughs> directing him. <laughs> Madness. <laughs> Uh, and then the last piece of news I really have for the day is that um, Disney announced that Star Wars The Bad Batch starts streaming on May the 4th, Star Wars Day, on Disney+. Plus. Um, are you excited about this at all? Were you a Clone Wars guy? No, I, I wasn't. I watched uh, the first season of the Gendy Tarkovsky Clone Wars back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I never really like followed the, you know, full long series so I'm, I'm not familiar with the intricacies of that that continuity but if you know if, it, i don't know is like people who really know clone wars is this something they want are they excited about it because i just I, I don't really have a lot of knowledge there it seems like it is i mean I'm, I'm not a big clone wars guy either um and i'm not a big star wars animated you know universe fan either um yeah i'll tune in even though i, I think it's blasphemy because it's sort of a Seems like it's a spiritual sequel, or maybe just a sequel to the Clone Wars, the most recent Clone Wars um, series. Um, I don't know. I, I guess new Star Wars is exciting. I'm glad there's an audience for it. I'm glad that people are, are maybe getting what they want. But uh, I sort of get the sense, almost like Mandalorian, uh, people thought, why are you making this? Why should I care? Yeah. So I, I might be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely challenging. I mean, we're, we've talked about this before, but we are in a, a new era. You know, this <clears throat> the the days of waiting three years for the next big Star Wars thing are dead and gone. And there are some advantages to that, and there are some 
disadvantages to that, which the, the next new thing doesn't necessarily feel like as huge an event because there's a next new thing. It feels like every you know few months or so. It's true. No, like like I said, it is a really good time for Star Wars fans, and you can hopefully ignore the stuff you don't want to see and get hyped for Book of Boba Fett or Obi Wan or whatever it is you're into. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's a great a great thing. I mean it's kind of like the it's like taking the kind of expanded universe experience and doing it on a grand scale where you know back in the you know 90s early 2000s it's like you don't like the new Jedi order no problem you can go through the whole Jedi Academy trilogy you know you don't like Dark Empire guess what you know there was a whole series of you know Marvel comics back in the 70s and 80s that you know filled in the gaps in the original trilogy so you can kind of like pick and choose like you know what kind of like helps make your fan experience and you know the the sort of themes and stories that draw you the most emotionally well um i think that's it for us for this week um tune in next week where we talk about revenge of the sith yay speaking of hayden christensen and his incredible uh acting incredible range (laughs) you're tundra Um, (laughs) against me you'll not take her from me you can get in touch with us at bespinicecreampod at gmail.com. Feel free to drop us a line. Tell us you love it or hate it or uh, that you feel nothing. Or that, you know, it feels like sand through your hands. <laughs> I don't know. Is that romantic? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at IamJoshO85. Ben is at T-H-O Bennett with two N's and two T's as well as THO Movie Reviews at thomoviereviews.wordpress.com. That's all for us. Have a great week, and the Force will be with you. Always. Always.